Welcome to the first episode of the Behind the Scenes Podcast. We're here with Arlette, Kayla, Coach Medley, and I'm your host, Mariah. In this podcast, we cover the insides of clubs and organizations in Deer Park High School. This episode, we will be covering our football team, so let's jump right to it. So how long have you been a football coach, and when did you find your love for it? I've been a football coach. This is my eighth year. Uh, as far as finding a love for it, uh, I've always really enjoyed the game. I played it here and then uh, tried to play a little bit in college um, and went in the business world. And not too long ago, about eight years ago, I ended up uh, coaching here in Deer Park. So I've, I've always loved it, uh, but found my way back to it a little later than most coaches. Yeah. That's good. Came back, went back to your roots. Yep. So what was your proudest moment while coaching? There's a lot of them. I think uh, as a coach, anytime uh, you're teaching a player to do something and uh, you rep it and you rep it and you rep it again and you finally see them do it at the moment they need to do it and everything comes together, I think those are all proud moments. Uh, so it's hard to just pick one. Uh, but I'd say just me coaching my guys and then seeing them do what they're coached to do. Yeah. Why do you organize your practice in a certain way? You know, that all comes from uh, the head coach and the coordinators, and uh, they've been doing this uh, a lot longer than, than I have and are, are true professionals in what they do. And uh, they organize it kind of in the flow of the game uh, or how the, the game goes. So we'll do uh, meeting time. Uh, usually we – let's back up. So Sundays the coaches meet and decide what we're going to run uh, that week against the defense. Uh, I'm offensive staff. I, I coach the running backs. And then Monday we'll meet um, with the team, and then we'll meet individually with our position groups, go over the script, things like that. And depending on the amount of new plays to install, we'll have a walkthrough, all with trying to get the players comfortable with what we're going to do. And we'll do that on air. Then uh, practice kind of starts after that. We'll, we'll have specialists, and then uh, we will do our flexing, which is our team warm-up, and then we'll do the specialist uh, of the day, which is part of kicking game. Then after that, we'll do individual work, uh, play polish, which is quarterbacks, running backs, some receivers doing motion, things like that. Uh, we'll do team on air, which is mm-hmm. kind of all out, of what we're installing that week, uh, more than a walkthrough. And then we'll do that with the with the team. So we'll put all the pieces together and uh, then we'll run it against a defense. And it's, it's designed that way to uh, give them practice reps, mental reps, then full reps without a defense. And then here's what we think you're going to see. So but once we do that, you know, three days in a row and then the fourth day kind of a walkthrough, all the questions should be answered as far as what you're going to do that day, mm-hmm. because here's what we think you're going to see. And uh, the coaching staff that we have uh, is very, very talented. So more often than not, they're right. So is that all into like one practice a day? Yeah. And we do that uh, really three days a week. The fourth day is more of a walkthrough mm-hmm. um, or detail work on special situations we're going to see. And then Friday's the game. So like this week, we have uh, Pasadena short week, Thursday. Uh, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we really have to get out and get after it. Uh, 
But yeah, that's every day. Every day we have individual meeting time where we watch film on a prior day's practice. Here's what we need to correct today. Here's what we want to see. Uh, every day we get a new script. Here's what we like, what we didn't like. And just keep writing them, trying to perfect them. So when we get to the game, we try to get the players to where they're not thinking, they're just reacting and trying to play fast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's all created into like a couple hours. Like, or- yeah. And uh, our, our the time is uh, valuable to us. So every part of our practice, it's held to uh, time. Like it's once the time's up, we, we move on to something else. Mm-hmm. And our whole practice is done that way. Oh, wow. So so during a game, how do you know what play to run and how do you know it would work? So I know like our offensive coordinator during the week um, knows what he likes. And we have some input, um, but he's really, really good at what he does. And we start off with what we think is going to work, what – we want to see and how they react to it. And then as the game goes on, he's asking for feedback. Okay. What did uh, the D line do here? Uh, what are y'all seeing coverage, things like that? Cause they're going to throw wrinkles at us that we weren't, we aren't prepared for, um, but we can react to those, make some adjustments. And uh, nine times out of 10, he's, he's right. He's really good at what he does. And we have coaches on staff that are really good at seeing things and, and speak in his language on what he wants to hear as far as what we think will work. So how do you create your gameplays, the gameplay? So, for instance, um, any given week we get game film from our opponents. Yeah. Um, Usually we'll look at anywhere from four to six games of their prior opponents, and we see what they've done uh, that they were successful at. Does it fit our scheme? Can we change it? Um, to fit what we do personnel-wise, things like that. And uh, the coaches break down parts of the film. Every coach has a job um, when we get the film. And there's probably 10 to 12 different categories we look at. Mm -hmm. And each coach is in charge of a number of those categories. And once all that's labeled and input, then uh, we look at it and we try to find plays that we like based on what teams have had success against our opponent that we're playing that week. Um, but it, it does get pretty complicated. And again, like uh, our staff from uh, OC, Ben Barkema, uh, Coach Barkema, Coach Hernser, uh, Coach Hyatt receivers, Garney, Coach Seba, Coach Williams, even myself, uh, everybody does a really good job of input. But it starts at the top. Even Coach Flynn will come in and say, hey, I'd like to see this this week. Uh, what do y'all see? Uh, so it's it's all hands on deck. But again, like our coaches at the top are, are super talented. So, so whenever it comes to your game plays, y'all all come together and like we do. Uh, our OC likes to know what we we want to run. What do y'all see? You know, mm-hmm. because um, we may think something different than he does, and he wants to to know what we think, and he'll challenge us on that. Um, and you know, we need to be able to defend our answer on why why we want to see something. And uh, if he likes it, we run it. If he doesn't, then we'll shelf it. And maybe that play needs a little more work. Uh, but for the most part, I would say, you know, 60, 65, 70% of our, our offense is uh, 
collaboration and there's some things that, that he sees that he's just been doing this for so long um, that he he already has an idea of what we're going to want. Um, what part of your games make you the most nervous? You know, this is going to sound funny, but like even as a player, I just wanted to hurry up and get to the game. Like the, the, the stuff before the game, um, you know, the, like the meetings, I wouldn't say they make me nervous, but I, I'm not a, a patient person. I don't like waiting for the game to come. Even when we're out there and I'm warming my guys up, keep looking at the clock and I'm like, I want it to be here right now. And I was, I was that way as a player. Like I always felt like I didn't need to warm up. I could just go in right now. I was always ready. So but you're ready. Just like I'm, I'm ready. Like, onto the field. Yeah. And uh, I'm always looking at the clock and some of the running backs are like that as well. They just want to like, Hey, I'm, I'm ready right now, but you know, get out there and we've got an hour to go. So that's good. I wouldn't say nervous. It's just anxious to get it going. Yeah. The, yeah. Everybody's ready. Well, that's a good like aspect to have like your more your motivation. It's just like ready to go. Oh yeah, and then that's yeah. how you play good. Yeah. So, so obviously, I think as you said on Sundays, all the coaches get together. So during those meetings, if you were ever to disagree with another coach, how would you resolve that? Um, there's not. Uh, there could be disagreements on whether we like a play or not, and you just kind of talk it through. Um, on, hey, I, I like it for this reason. You don't like it for that reason. And uh, a lot of times there's 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 a clear answer. And uh, it's not really um, – you're going to disagree, but it's not an argument or anything like that. We have a uh, just a, a really good staff. and Everybody gets along and respects each other. Um, so input, when you hear it from somebody that you respect, you kind of take it and try to see their side of things. But uh, there's not a whole lot of that. Yeah. Or it's disagreement. So what, what is the difference between coaching a varsity team and a junior high team? A junior high team. Well, that's funny you asked me that because I did coach a junior high team. Um, I started at Fairmont and I was there for two years. Um, just the, the number of players, first of all. Yeah. Um, you know, at, at high school, we get players from all the junior highs. So when I was at Fairmont, it was only those players. So it's like, okay – what can we run with what we have? So you're very limited time-wise. Um, you know, we, we practice in the afternoons there, and you have till you can't see anymore sometimes because there's no lights, right? So that and the amount of coaches you have, so you don't have a position coach for everyone. Mm -hmm. So the coaches there need to hopefully have a lot of knowledge on various positions so that they can coach – all aspects of it. So I would say, you know, the number of players, the number of coaches and what you can run to be successful um, because you have very limited time to rep things and to get good at it. So uh, you'll find that the, the junior highs that have had coaches in place for a while and know what they like to run do have a lot of success because they know what they're coaching. They've been doing it for a while teams or junior highs that have new coaches and are still trying to figure it out may struggle a little bit until they get accustomed and what they like to run and things like that. So I'd say that's the biggest difference. It's time, number of coaches, um, and the number of players. So what have you liked more, uh, Fairmont or the high school? Oh, the high school by far. <laughs> uh, just it's, it's more serious. I like that aspect of it. 
I've learned a lot, still got a lot to learn, but it, it is fun up here. We have a great group of guys, and it starts with uh, Coach Flynn and then our coordinators and the, the offensive staff I'm on. It's just fantastic. And um, so what do you really look for in your players? One, you want them to be talented, right? Because at the end of the day, um, our job is to, to coach to, to win these games. But past that, you want a, a willingness to be coached. Uh, you want somebody that is high effort, uh, kind of dedicated. They, they want to get better. They have a drive. And as long as they have those things, even if they don't play uh, running back a lot, they can find a home on special teams and some other things. So uh, as long as they work hard, they're dedicated, uh, they have a desire to learn, we can find a place for them in the program. And it may not be the position that they want to play or they can st- they, they want to play, you know, like one running back. Most of the time we have one on the field at a time. So what can the other guy do if he's one of our best um, 22 players in the program? How can we get him on the field? Mm-hmm. And the, our coaches are really good at that. But that's what we look for, coaches. I mean, kids that one can do what we ask them to do and want to do it at a high level and are eager to do that. So obviously, as you said, you're supposed to coach them and train them and all that stuff. But besides that, how would you build a relationship between you and your players? Uh, like uh, I'll just speak for me, but you know, I uh, I talk to all my players all the time. Um, I communicate with them all the time. You know, I'm, I'm honest with them. Um, let them know, hey, here's what we need to see today. You know, and if they don't do it, just I'm honest with them because that's as a, as a player, as a person, you just want somebody that they know. I want them to be the best that they can be. Yeah. Right? That's clear. So they trust that when I tell them something, that it's true. Um, and I would say that's the same for all the coaches on our staff. And I don't know if it's like that everywhere. Um, I've only coached here. I hope it is like that everywhere. But uh, I doubt it is. Um, yeah. We, we have, a, again, a, a great staff. And uh, building relationships with the players, you have to have that. And, uh, you know, I'm not – as talented as some of the guys on our staff as far as X's and O's because they've been doing it a, a long time. But I would say I would be top one or two on our staff as as far as building relationships. Uh, and every coach has their role. You know, every coach has their role in the program as far as what they coach, what they're good at, and what they're not. And Coach Flynn does a really good job of uh, putting those coaches where their strengths are. And, uh, I would say yeah, – Building relationships is definitely one of my strengths. That's good. What has been the biggest struggle this season? Biggest struggle? Um, That's a good question. You know, everybody, uh, you know, on staff and even the players know that that we have a really, really good team this year. And uh, kids are bought in and things like that. And last week, we lost to uh, Doby. And that was our first district game. And it was a tough loss, right, because um, it could have implications on you know, who we play in the first round of the playoffs and things like that. So um, I would think some of the team and the coaches, you know, we looked at that game as, hey, this could have district impl- implications as far as, hey, we need to win this game to win district. Um, so when you lose a game like that, it's, okay, 
can you internally look at what you need to get better at as a coach? You know, let's, let's look at the details. What happened? And then the players, can they do that as well? So I wouldn't say that's been the, the struggle, but that started a process of, okay, let's hit the reset button because we still have a lot to play for. And now let's look at everything a little tighter through a little better um, lens and keep getting better so that we can win the, the ultimate goal, which would be winning a first-round playoff game. And then let's see what happens after that. And I think this loss has the potential to make us even better than what we would have been because we're going to see some things that we need to get better at. So that's been the biggest challenge so far and we, we hit it early so it's fine we can still recover from it. and I think our, I know our coaching staff is good enough and I know our players are good enough to take the coaching and take another step towards our ultimate goal um so besides the biggest struggle what has been the best part of the season so far best part of the season so far I would say different to different guys stepping up um, you know, every year you go into a season and you're like, okay, here's what we think this player is going to do. And you have a really good idea because some of them played before, but some of them haven't. You hope they're what you thought they were. And when they are, you know, it makes you really happy for them um, because they're able to hit meet some of their personal goals they have as far as being a contributor, things like that. So um, I would say that just seeing guys – doing what they're capable of. Well, that's all we have for you, Coach. Awesome. I appreciate y'all's time. Now that we have spoken with Coach Medley on a coach's perspective, we will be sitting down and speaking with Cal Golter and Reed Mallett on a player's perspective. So lay out a typical day at practice for y'all. So a typical day, it starts off, like, I'll speak for the offensive side. Um, we come into practice, depending on if we add new plays or install, we'll do a walkthrough. And then after that, there's this thing called specialists where we can go special teams. The um, O-line, we, uh, we'll we go to our corner. Coach Williams will usually have the center getting snapped, getting warmed up, and then you'll have drills for everybody else. And then after we go off the script, of, then we'll go team versus scouts. So the scout or the JV team will run the um, opposing team's defense while we run plays against the um, – run our plays that we'll probably run against um, the team of the week, whoever we're playing. And that's how really it really goes. And we do more drills during individual times. And, yeah, that's how offense really does it for practice. Uh, I can speak for defense. Um, so normally Kyle didn't mention it, but every Monday, Wednesday, and then usually Friday if we don't have a game, we, uh, we work out before practice. So we get a lift in, and then we go to team meeting. Then we go to our individual meeting. So for defense – it's a lot more film-based. Like, I know y'all watch a lot of film, too, but uh, all we do, like, Monday is our install day, right? So we install our defense, what we're going to do, the fronts we're going to do, the coverages we're going to have all Monday. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday is kind of like our really get really good at it. And then Thursday is our kind of like make sure everything's crisp, crisp and clean. Yeah. Okay. So knowing y'all have a lot going on with, y'all's practices and y'all's games, um, how do y'all manage that with your schoolwork and do either y'all have jobs or like out, outside of work, I mean outside of school? Um, I can speak, I have, I work for Deer Park, kind of, I'm a I'm a avid tutor, so that's the only thing I can really do right now because of 
the time it takes up, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I think just staying on top of your stuff. I think what's helped me is um, having like a to-do list. I mean, that sounds kind of corny, but it's true. Having what you need to do and then just going down the list and saying, okay, I need to get this, this, this done before practice. I need to get this, this, this done after practice so I can stay on top of my grades and all my schoolwork. Um, yeah, um, I can speak of myself on Wednesdays. I really don't have a job, but on Wednesdays, I, um, I'm part of the um, a, um, student like ball, um, leadership program at my church, at Grace Church. So I can, I got to get there like as soon as possible. So what I do on Wednesdays, I just try to like, before I leave the house, I get a pair of clothes. So like after practice, I can rush to the locker room, shower, then go home. Or not go home, go to the church. But then, but to make sure I don't have any homework because I get back late, I try to get a, a lot of my work done during school. Because I feel like there's a lot of time during school, but students don't really take advantage of it. So I try to get as much work as I can so I have very little to do when I get home. And I could be like on a Monday, Tuesday, like every day, just try to get as much work as I can. So when I get home, I have time to hang out with family. And then if I have do if I do have homework, study, get that done. So yeah. Yeah, I'm very guilty of not taking time not taking advantage of that time that's during school. So <laughs> So do y'all have any rituals or workouts that you do before a game that, that you feel you need to do? Um, the one thing I, I try to do before games, before I get, like, my pads on to go out the warm-up because we have certain times we have the warm-up at, I go to the um, other locker rooms. We have, like, the JV locker room, and I just, like, play worship music. Just I want to have, like, a time that I can worship and give praise and thanks to um, Jesus because he has done so many great things in my life. And no matter that, we're about to go play a game and the emotion is high. Every time I play worship music, I give them that time. I feel relaxed. So I always try to make sure I do that before a game. Amen. I can speak. I can speak for me. Um, I like locking in with music. I'm not going to be like all this hype before a game. I, I like to lock in. Like he said, whether that's going between to the JV locker room or that's just putting your headphones in your locker. Um, and I'm kind of like, what, what do I feel today? So the other day before our game, I was listening to Christmas music. I was listening to Christmas music, and it was awesome. Um, uh, for the team, though, I know we all do a – we come out, and right before we run out of the tunnel, we do a prayer. I like that. Mm-hmm. I really like that. It just kind of locks us all in. It's yeah. focused. Mm-hmm. That's so true. So Christmas music. Christmas music, yeah. <laughs> it's Halloween time right now. I don't like Halloween. Oh my God, so <laughs> <third>. <laughs> um, So I know you have, like, a lot of gameplays. How do you all memorize that? You want to go first? You have a lot more than me. Uh, yeah, so so there's a lot of, like, basic stuff that we remember from freshman year, but I feel like that uh, we just, like, the more repetitions you get during practice, the more reps you get. It just becomes, like, it's a natural habit to you. But when we do new install, we take time um, to, like, out of, out of film, we'll stop and go, okay, so you're probably going to see this front. It could be a four-man front. The backers could be walkout. So how are we going to run this new play to this front? So we'll, we'll draw it on the board. And before the walkthroughs I talked about with uh, Coach Barkema, we'll um, just go into our corner and Coach Williams will set up that defense that we're probably going to get this front because the tight end's on this side. So what? then he'll come in and quiz us, like, hey, what do you do now? And then I'll t- we'll talk about it, and then we'll run it a couple of times, and then it just, like, becomes, like, in, into your brain. So just, like, a lot of reps for defense i'll speak to the defense um for defense it's more not of like knowing what to do it is what knowing what to do but it's also reading and reacting it's a lot of what it is so you do your film study you do all this stuff in individual meetings and you know it but i think the most important thing for defense is experience like game experience game rep experience 
when it's going when the bullets are flying when they're when they're going fast can you do what you need to do in an effective manner i think it just comes from experience oh wow okay. so what game of the season and what part of a game makes you the most nervous the most nervous i was probably it's probably laporte for me because it was going to be my first game starting on varsity and i was just so nervous cuz going down the halls people were like hey you know how we feel about laporte y'all go get him i'm like oh <laughs> this is a big rivalry but after the first couple of snaps, I've gotten used to the speed, and I just trust that the um, the work that we put in all offseason will pay off, and it did pay off, and it was a really fun game for us. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the Laporte game was big, just because you know you have the you have the um the what you call what do you call it, Kyle the um the um the fans the fa- not the fan the thing the we do in school yeah the rally oh, the, the pep rally can think of the pep rally the pep rally you know everybody's hype and you know I don't know how many people we hold, but it's probably ten thousand. Yeah. Maybe at our stadium, so everybody's there. It's packed out. It's a big game, a r- big rivalry, right? But um, for me, if I can get past the first play of the game, I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. But mm-hmm. leading up to that first game, I'm like, oh gosh, I got the yeah. I got the butterflies <laughs> in my stomach. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, but, we did win the Laporte game this year, right? Absolutely, yes. yeah. What was yes. the score count? Do you remember? It was like, I know we put forty up on offense. Yeah. It was like, was it forty to like twenty one or something? I, I think know. it was forty twenty one, forty fourteen, something like that. Maybe yeah. I don't remember. Good job. Good job. What part of the game, what what part of like y'all's games make you the most nervous though? Oh gosh. <laughs> um the first of it. I think as soon as you can like settle in and and be like okay, like you're good. I think you can settle in and, and find your tempo, but there like the first the first play. That's my thing. The first play. If yeah. I can get past the first play, I'm cool as cucumber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah th- probably definitely the first play because um, as an O line, we try to be the most physical um, unit in the district or like in the in Texas. So like our goal is like let's come off the ball really hard. So like, but when you do that, you can forget. Okay, what steps supposed to take? Uh, what's how the angle to the linebacker? So like, you're trying to also like keep that in. So like, I'm nervous. Like, oh, if I do come off too hard, I'm probably gonna miss the guy right in front of me, or if I take too big of a step, he's going to play right across. So, like, this is the different situations, but we just we just trust the game plan the coaches give us, and we came off the ball really hard against Laporte, and it paid off, so it was good. I was going to say, Kyle, I think I know what you're talking about, like just saying, you know, forget worrying about all this stuff. Let's trust our coaches. Let's trust the, the teaching that we had, the good preparation of the week, and let's just go out there and play. Yeah. Let's have fun. Yeah, that's so good. Um, so I know, unfortunately, the the last week we did have our first loss. So mm-hmm. during a loss, how do you keep yourself and your teammates mo- motivated? Um, the one thing, so it was a tough loss. I'm gonna be honest. It took me it took me the whole weekend to get it like this wall. But the one thing I did over the weekend, I texted teammates like checking in on them, and then just talking to us like, hey, it's gonna happen. But now we know that. Okay, what did we do? that we can get better, just learning from the loss. And the one thing um, that we try to do, like there's a lot of senior leaders. I feel like we're a really good lead um, team. So, tech, for example, I texted Terry. I was like, hey, man, I know it was a tough loss, but just we'll go. let's come into school the next day on Monday, head head up, shoulders back, like with some confidence, like with a good attitude. So maybe because that will like feed off to the other players to go, yeah, let's just, let's, let's just move on, man. Let's just learn from it, get ready for the next week. So – yeah, I agree. I think I think after a loss like that, you know, it's hard to hang your hat on, and it, it took us all a, a good chunk to get over it. But I think the only thing you can do is come back the next week and work even harder. You know, come back, just keep going, keep going, keep going, and that's what we did. Mm-hmm. So definitely Thursday we're winning this game. 
I <laughs> cannot guarantee anything, but <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to say, I feel like people are like, we're ready to take our anger out on somebody. So yeah, we're ready to go. Yeah. That's similar to what coach Medley was saying when yes. we asked him a similar question. He just said that he hopes that y'all bounce back and become better. Like, especially Absolutely, because yeah. it's like now you still have time to go ahead and I guess like redeem yourself yeah, then it gets you what's yeah. the word more like pumped to yeah. get you yeah. for the game especially we had that bye week right after too so yeah. like we yeah. had like we're ready to go you yeah. had even more time absolutely yeah so what is one of your y'all's weaknesses and how do you work on that during practice or a game um one of our weaknesses well it depends on the, the team, right? So, like, if we're playing a North Shore Tascacita, they like to throw the ball around a lot more as opposed to Pasadena. They run the ball 80% of the time. So, um, really, it just depends on what the team we're playing, like, whatever week it is. We see the scout. We see um, whatever it is. And then we kind of judge what we do in practice off of that, you know, whatever it might be, if they throw the ball around a lot or they're heavy run or we kind of cater our practices towards that. Yeah. Uh, the one thing uh, I feel like it's not like – uh, it's, it's a little bit of a weakness as an offensive line that we're trying to get better at our eyes placement because there's a lot of times um, in the previous weeks that we got away with it a little bit that our eyes were down. We were too much into a block and we missed the linebacker play across. So this whole week is just eye placement, eye placement. And the good thing about um, Pasadena, they're mostly a um, four-man front, so they don't really move the linebackers a lot, so that should help us get our eyes up so we can know. But we're trying to work on that, so that's the thing Coach Williams has just been – preaching this week says eyes 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 eye discipline so during practice he'll like move the scout team linebackers to go like we'll not see so go point at them and tell them to go this way so we make sure i have our eyes up and like and if we don't he'll stop it go hey so where were your eyes oh they're they're in the block no you gotta get them up so like we just practice our eye discipline so that's probably the one of the weaknesses oh wow that's actually very interesting your eyes that's a big thing on defense too our defensive backs if they get, you, you say people get burnt, people get, people get just ran by. It's not that. It's it's your eye placement, it's your eye discipline. That's what you, people don't realize. I think about football is yeah, it's a lot of eyes and mental side of it, not just can I go hit somebody as hard as I can. Yeah, I didn't really you know that. No, I did not know that. Yeah. I dance for the escorts, and I was just like every time we go to a game, like I watch and I'm like, oh, they're going, they're gonna run the ball, they're gonna hit him as hard as they can. That's all I think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. But, for real. Um, what, so being on this team, what has it taught you about being a good teammate and being a better player? Really the one thing uh, being on this team taught me how to be like a good teammate is like working with other people. Because you can also just take that to like into the real world when you have a job that you're going to work with people that um, they may be different. They might be better uh, you at this and you or you could be better at that. So like you like work together as one. That's actually one of our mottos for um, at the offensive line. We are one. If someone messes up, we all mess up. So we learn how to work with each other and you can just take that to the real world. And that's the thing coaches like been uh, talking to us since like our freshman year. There's a lot of things in football that you can take into the real world. And that's the one thing I really been t- um, took is just working with teammates. I think football has taught me just personally about like the importance of brotherhood. And, you know, it's it's kind of like um, just like a family. That's what we do. We break down on family every time, mm-hmm. and it just reminds us, hey, we're in this together. You know, yeah. you're you're only as strong as your weakest link, kind of deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like it. That is so good, y'all. That's a great aspect to have as like becoming together as a family, and not as just like your individual people. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, 
I, I like think that. that's a that's a good lesson that a lot of people get from sports or like other clubs. Like you learn how to interact with other people more, and like if someone's better at you or someone's not as good as you, you know, learn how to uplift them or be better as yourself. Like you can become a better person like being around a lot more people. It like matures you to it matures your brain to think like a certain way. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like football teaches you how to deal with adversity. Adver- adversity, sorry, yes. <laughs> adversity, and that's um, just I think it's one of the best things about football you know whatever's happening you gotta you gotta come together as a family as a team and persevere yeah also like during uh, adversity you can you can really tell who's gonna be your leader who's gonna really step up who's gonna be the person to go in and say hey we're fine guys let's just get our head back up let's go keep playing just don't let the adversity like don't let the adversity hit you let's go hit adversity as hard as we can mm-hmm. absolutely so what makes y'all a great athlete like personally speaking, both of y'all, what makes each of you a great athlete? Um, I think what makes us both great athletes is our preparation. I think I can speak for Kyle: preparation, yeah. film study, um, and then in the game, it's just it comes natural because we know what we're doing and we can play fast. We don't have to think about oh, am I supposed to be here? Am I supposed to be there? It's natural to me because I've been doing it all week in practice. Let's just stop thinking and play. Yeah. Also, I feel like the one thing that is definitely for both of us is like a work ethic because I don't know when it was. It was there in the summer. I remember I heard um, you were talking to your dad and it's like after practice and he goes, and you go, all right, let's go, let's go get some hits off the tee. You're like, oh yeah, let's go. Like the, like the work ethic you got to put in. And I know, I know you have a a really good work ethic where you play a lot of sports here at Deer Park. So like, and like work ethic is like a big thing too that helps us make us great. Absolutely. Um, so has there been a player or a coach that has made an impact on you and who was it? Mm. Kyle, you want to leave this one off? Yeah, I'll leave this one off. Um, I got two coaches actually. Um, the first one was coach Medley. Um, so during my freshman year, you can tell, you can talk, uh, Reek and answer this. I was very skinny. I was so undersized. I was like 135 playing offensive line and that was not big enough. And to the point where I was like, do I really want to keep playing football after my freshman year? I'm not big enough. What's the point? Until Coach Medley came up to me in world history, like, hey, hey, you can, hey, there, I see something. Like, if you can put on this much weight for your sophomore year and hit the weight room, you can be pretty good. So, like, I did that. He pushed me, and he helped me build a, a really good work ethic because I wanted to reach those goals, but I wanted to go over the top on those goals. Then the other coach was Coach Williams. He gave me so many opportunities. I'm just so grateful for him because he could have saw me go, oh, he's too undersized. Just keep him to the side, but he – believed in me he gave me so much opportunity so much opportunities to do really good and I'm just really grateful for those coaches uh you talked about the coaches I'll talk about some players um y'all might know him Dino Dimitri he graduated last year captain linebacker um he was a real big help just because he brought so much energy and enthusiasm to the game when I'm out there I'm like oh you know it's hot out here it's 100 degrees it's hot it's hard practice is hard I'm thinking, oh, what would Dino be doing right now? Let's let's talk about that. Let's. Um, he'd be jumping around. He'd be getting the guys excited. He'd be just his love for the game. Just is, is, it helps me. Yeah. go through practice. Yeah, you remind you actually remind me. I had a player in mind too. I was gonna say, um, he graduated last year too. Um, Wiley Seals, man, he's just a great guy. Um, I remember he um he heard I was going to the field and he invited me to go work with him. And since that day, we were at the field. 24-7 after practice, he just there, he coached me up, he made me, 
like he made me really good and I pushed him to get better and we worked all the way till the summer until he had to leave for Oklahoma State and I really miss that guy. He was a really great friend of mine. I love players like that. Like they want to see their peers get better as well as their selves. You know, they strive for everybody to be successful because they want the team to be better. Absolutely. So what I've learned so what I've learned from y'all today is that y'all have like a really good brotherhood and I actually really like that because like she said, getting players to work together and rather than just, okay, well, it's your problem. Go on your own. Like, that brotherhood that y'all have is actually really well. I feel like that's something that makes a team stronger and stand out from other teams. Absolutely, yeah. So what are your thoughts on your coaches? The coaches, man, they're, they're just great coaches. Like, during the week, they give you a great game plan, then they give you the great, like, good drills to perfect the game plan, and they're just really just great coaches, and they just trust us. They don't really go – they don't really look at a game plan and go, oh, I don't think he can do this. No, they they go, hey, we trust you that you can do this block. We trust you you can reach this person. Like, they trust us a lot. I think – as an outsider, they don't. People don't understand how much coaches put into it. I think our coaches do so much. You think a you think a football player works hard, twice as hard a coach works. Mm-hmm. Hours upon hours of watching film, putting a plan together for us to succeed on Friday night. I, I just think we just owe them so much because they put so much dedication and heart into this game, and they can't even play it anymore. You know what I mean? It's just the love of the game. Yeah. And they're also just not great coaches. They're great people, too. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, it's just it's hard for them. They put so much work into us. They have no time to really see their family. But when they do, they make, it, they make a lot of time with their family. So they're just really great people, too. So. I also really love that y'all look like y'all look so highly up on y'all's coaches. It's so cool. I know I have Coach Medley for Deer Time, and he watches film during Deer Time. And, like, he'll be writing stuff on his um, notepad and something, like, I don't know. I like the fact that y'all look up highly on y'all's coaches. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're the best. They are the best. And I think as an outsider, like, we don't really see that because all we see is them sitting on the sideline or, like, standing there during practice. Like, we really don't know everything that goes into it. We just see the outcome. No, absolutely. Yeah. If, if, if you're watching the football game and you think that, you know, someone does good, quarterback makes a really good play, think about twice as hard the coaches are working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way harder. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah, talking to Coach Medley yesterday, um, it was like we learned a lot about how much they actually put into it. And I we just thought it was very interesting. Absolutely. Um, so what has been the biggest struggle this season? The biggest struggle is probably do not want to bring it up, but it had to be that Dobie loss because it was yeah. just really tough for us that we lost by three points. It was really tough, but but we, I feel like we're, as a team, we are mentally moved on from it. We are ready for Pasadena. We are locked on focus for Pasadena. So I thought that was a struggle. Absolutely. I can I can attest that that was probably the biggest challenge, adversity we faced this year. But I liked what one of our coaches said after it. He said, it can either define you or it can refine you. You know what I mean? It can either be the turning point in your season where, you know, we needed that loss to kind of humble us, kind of make us better. Mm-hmm. Or it could be, well, we lost. I guess that's the end of the season. So, yeah, and I think we've turned it to a good thing and a great thing. And I think it's made us better, actually. I'm, I'm grateful for the loss. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we need that. We needed that loss to just show that we, there's still things we can improve on as a team. So kind of check us, right? And, yeah. 
What has been the best part of this season? You want, okay, I'll take this one, Kyle. Um, best part of the season, it's got to be the home home win against the port, huh, Kyle? Yeah, that was that had to be the really best part of the season. It was just so hype. Yeah, but like one one of my favorite parts or the best part of the season, it's not even like a, it's not even a moment. It's just like I I gotta give shout out to my O line group, man. Just like we came up, like we came into the off season with a lot of question marks, like. Well, who's gonna fill this spot? And even though we were competing against each other, we still have love for one each other. We're still brothers. It's just like the O line room, which is it's just great energy. Like I look forward to our to our meetings because like there's just so many great people in there. So like they'll always be my brothers. I just love the O line group. I had to give them a shout out. Absolutely, the LB group too. Shout out <laughs> L- LB group. Yeah. Well, that's all we have. That's all we have for y'all. And thank y'all so much for joining us today. And thank you for everyone who's listening. Tune in next time to hear more about our unseen heroes in our school. This has been Arlette. And Kyle. And Reed. And your host, Mariah, signing off.